election day. Welcome back to another episode of So Good So Far. I'm Jackie. I'm Nicole. Today is election day, November 3rd, the day this is coming out, not the day we're recording. We're recording the day before because big, big procrastinators. (laughs) But we are going to be talking about the election and just how to deal with the heated political climate, but not yet. First, we're going to start with just a little life update. I don't even know what's been going on in my life. Um, Halloween happened. Didn't do much for that. But your costume was perfect. Thanks. It it was Britney Spears as a witch. So it was It's Britney Witch. Because she always says, like, it's Britney, bitch. Not now, but when she was when she was in her <laughs> prime. she says, help me. I know. Now she's underlying tones of, I want out. <laughs> so... Anyway, that was my costume. It was not as fun to just wear it at home and take pictures, but I mean, that's the whole point of dressing up anyway. Yeah, I bought candy because I thought I would have trick-or-treaters the first year that I've been in a house and not in college, and we didn't have a single trick-or-treater. You didn't have one? Well, probably because your street is like torn up. But don't you have kids that live on your street? Yeah, we have the little girl in boots. The little girl with the yellow boots. Yeah. I love her. Her and her dad walks her down the street. Yeah, I don't They're know so what they're cute. Do when all the construction is done, she just likes to kick dirt. <laughs> She's just out there loving it, <laughs> living for it. Yeah, that's my main life update. Was that Halloween was just kind of a bust, which it was for a lot of people. I think like I didn't, I didn't yeah, really do anything. There wasn't like much to do, and I. In our city, in Denver, the, like, mandate for small group gatherings just, like, went back down. Mm-hmm. Personal gatherings limited to 10 people, no more than two households, so you can only have 10 people in two different places. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I don't think that's the interpretation. No, but it's, there were a lot of people who still had parties, which, you know, live your truth, but also be safe. And I did not go to a party. I hung out with my sister. That's, That's pretty much it for me, but uh, how was your Halloween? Oh, wait, what was the story you were going to tell me? Oh, I was just going to tell you that I won a giveaway that I didn't even enter. Wait, what? <laughs> how? Um, on roommate, what platform? On Instagram, my roommate entered this giveaway for a thrift store mm-hmm. that was giving away a bunch of candles and stuff, and the thrift store is in Boulder, and she like commented on it, and she tagged like 12 different people and follows them and she tagged me in it and I was like oh yeah these would be super cool I hope you win like that type of thing and then I ended up winning (laughs) oh my gosh wait so did she win no so she just tagged you and And then they commented on it to like wish her luck oh so you were like one of the commenters but not entering you were just like oh cool that'd be so cool oh my gosh that's (laughs) hilarious wait what store is it the store is called thrifted homestead Mm -hmm. and it's a thoughtfully sourced vintage goods store in boulder colorado oh i I love that i can't believe you won that's insane it really is insane because um my roommate texted me and she's like oh my god you won the giveaway i was like and you're like oh sweet what giveaway (laughs) (laughs) you're like which one (laughs) i've entered so many oh my gosh i entered a giveaway it's like a trip to Paris to do a like walking tour with this guy called Accidentally Wes Anderson. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking I about? love that account. And then 
you get to go to the premiere of the French Dispatch, which has like, which is Wes Anderson's newest film that's coming out. And you would go to the premiere, which has so many big name actors, like <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, obviously oh the only God. person you care about. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I oh. would die. But also like Saoirse Ronan, Bill Murray, like Francis McDormand. What's that guy's name? Owen Wilson. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I love Owen Wilson. I know. They would Dude, all be I there. Want, I would have. I want Owen Wilson and Jake's, Jake Johnson's noses to have a nose conference and I want to be invited. Do they have yes. specific noses? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't paid attention. If Jake Johnson, know, like, from New Girl? Yeah. You never notice his nose? Is it big? It's just... It's, it's just it's different. <laughs> it's, different. <laughs> it's just unique. <laughs> it's like I've Wilson. never noticed that. Something real sexy about a nose. It just ain't quite right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so other than that, yeah, I didn't really do much for Halloween. I was Donna from Mama Mia. Because Amazing. I had overalls and I was already wearing overalls and I was like, what could I turn this into? You looked really good. You looked just like her basically. It's besides. an easy costume. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's super easy. It's just like just, overalls and like a blouse. Yeah, exactly. And a glass of wine. Yeah, I didn't even have wine. I mean, that was just beer. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Love that. That's yeah, classy. Yeah. Yeah, but I just was like, ugh. God, you know what I really want to do right now? I really just want to move to Greece and fuck a bunch of dudes. That's not with COVID, but one day. I, I mean, think. if you're on an island. Yeah. But we're like banned. I mean, the U.S. is banned from like every country. We're like not doing amazing. <laughs> we're not killing it on the world stage. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. That's for sure. So for that reason, I'm out. Uh, okay, speaking of us being on the world stage. Um... <laughs> Today we are talking about... Wait, I didn't finish my life update. You didn't update. finish your life update? No, I did. <laughs> you cut off my perfect segue <laughs> for no reason. Okay, we do not have time for your nonsense. We are going into the topic of the day. Today we are going to be talking about the election. Today is obviously election day on the day this is being released. It's obviously no secret that our political landscape has been more of a hellscape, very chaotic, and... It can be so um, stressful. It can feel like, especially in this age of social media, it can feel very much like it's your entire life or like it's it's infiltrating. It might, it might be, though. Right, exactly. Like, it, it can feel like with a bombardment of information, the division in this country and just it can be a lot and it can feel like you can feel, maybe you feel hopeless, like maybe you feel extremely stressed, um, whatever that might be. Are you having a slow anxiety attack like me? Yeah. Six to eight months long. It's, you know, it's basically been this whole year. Yeah, this whole year I've just has just been one really long anxiety attack. Yeah. So as we go into the season finale of 2020, it's possibly been the worst season of Earth ever. So we're going to be talking a little bit about how to mitigate the stress of the election, not necessarily to say that you should disregard it. Obviously, that's not what we're promoting. Um, We think everyone should vote. Hopefully you have voted. If you haven't, obviously today (laughs) would be the day to do that. Yeah, I mean, I would like to put in some cents. Two cents per se? Two, three, maybe. I don't know. One, probably. Um, I can't spare many, but... Uh, I almost have none. Pretty broke. 
and Cole is about 200 cents. So broke. <laughs> $2 to my name after paying rent today. So, again, if so anyone wants to sponsor us. Important. Also sponsoring please. us is important. Sponsor me. It just as a human. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Yeah, so if I'm, I'm guessing that it's since it's the day of the election, if you haven't voted for president, you're probably not going to vote for president. I'm guessing. I mean, this is your last shot, and I think that you, you could. You, you certainly should. could. You certainly should. You certainly could. However, if you don't want to, that's your right. I'm not going to push you. Uh, I would like to point out, though, that when you vote, you're not just voting for president. You're not just even voting for your senator or whatever. You're voting for all these... There's all these ballot questions about how to make your city, your county, your state a better place. And even if you don't care about who is president, those things, especially your city and county propositions are going to affect you the most and if you don't vote in for that part at least you can't complain if things aren't going well in your city or if they're not going as you like right and if you haven't voted yet and you want to definitely get out there and do it your voice does make a difference it is so important i mean 40, what, 45% of Americans of voting age didn't vote in the 2016 election. And I think it's because they maybe didn't think that their voice mattered. They thought, oh, I've, I don't vote. It's not a big deal. And it's like, well, you and, you know, millions of other Americans might be saying the same thing. Well, just one, me, I'm just one person. And it's like, well, that doesn't matter. Just one person can. Bitch, do you really think that your difference. voice isn't important? <laughs> Do you, so you agree. Your voice is important. <laughs> if you vote today, I will send you a nude. Oh my god. Stakes are high. Jackie will send you feet pics and a nude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I threw in the feet pics because I thought that was like your side hustle. Yeah, well, they gotta pay for that. $20? Like your last set? Okay, honestly, I shouldn't it's even talk. $20 I could use, for three. I could use 20 For three? What do you mean? It's not like a... It took me a total of 30 seconds to take one pick. What's like the set? Is it like two feet, one foot, one foot? Or is it like three different like, poses? <laughs> <laughs> it's one pick per, per foot. <laughs> Does that mean? <laughs> I'll let you figure out what that means. Okay. Just kidding, Dad. Um, anyways, uh, are you afraid? Are you tired? <laughs> Yeah, I'm very afraid. I'm very tired. Yeah, What? so what are your biggest fears for this election? Oh, I thought you just meant in general. It's like, <laughs> for me, the biggest fear is just that any minority group, people of color, people of the LGBTQ community, people living in poverty, homeless people, like, I mean, there's just so many groups of people who could be negatively impacted if it goes a certain way. Yeah, I think a lot of... don't feel like it's going to affect you personally. I, I truly... It, besides the reproductive rights. reproductive rights, no, it's not going to affect me drastically. And I think a lot of people vote that way. A lot of people who are a part of the majority vote like the majority. They vote like... Like the election is about them. Right, exactly. And it's not. Because due to my privilege, whoever gets elected president isn't going to drastically change my life. It will change my reproductive rights... But are other people's lives going to change drastically? Like I said, people of color, people of the LGBTQ community, those people are going to be drastically affected. 
if this election goes one way. That's why I vote the way that I do. Or it's a, I mean, of course, I believe in those things. But at the same time, I can't just vote in my best interest because... The thing is, even though, even if you did vote in your best interest, though, it's like you would still those vote things, the same way. Right. Those things are still my best interest because I just believe in human rights, equal human rights, equal human treatment. It's not, I mean, I'm not going to get on a soapbox. It's obviously how you I vote. People know how you vote. You don't need to get on a soapbox because you don't really need to argue for basic human rights. I don't. I've been seeing this everywhere where it says, basically, like, don't tell someone you love them and then vote for someone who will hurt them. The fact that the election does affect them so much more heavily is why I believe that we shouldn't vote just about what's going to affect us. And I would vote for the same stuff anyway, like you said. But I'd say my biggest fear is that those people are going to be negatively impacted. We're not here to tell anyone how to vote. We're not here to shame anyone for voting one way or the other. Like, certainly not. But these are just our views, our reasons for voting, and our reasons for voting the way that we do. Yeah, that's my biggest fear. I mean, like, what would you say yours is? And then how would you say that you not like mitigate those fears like I think they're important to have because it it gives you that drive of wanting to make a change but maybe regulate them yeah how do you regulate it how do you not let it take over your life affect your health like I mean I know you were saying that it's like it makes it hard to sleep at night because you're so stressed about it and like rightfully so like it is so stressful but like what do you do to be like okay I have to create some sort of maybe separation not not neglecting it not saying it doesn't matter not pushing it to the side but just saying I can't let this like ruin my mental health or well-being or overrun my life basically, you know? Right. So my biggest fear is just a little bit different. I have a few big fears, obviously. One of them is a huge part of what you were saying is that people of color, indigenous people, LGBTQ community, they're all going to be affected and I'm keeping those people in mind because I have a lot of people that I love in my life. Um, that are very close to me. Another thing though is that the last time when Trump got elected, there was a huge spike in anti-Semitic activity. There were bomb threats at synagogues and desecration of graves and just all around hate towards Jews. And, you know, I I take that stuff personal. Of course. Yeah, because I'm Jewish. And I'm not really an alarmist at all. It's hard to bother me, but... That stuff does bother me a little bit. Not because I think like something like a Holocaust would happen again or anything like that, but just because I don't like the idea that someone maybe would hate me just because of the way I was born, you know? Exactly. And it's like, that's how any group who has been marginalized yeah. feels. Yeah, exactly. Of course. And it's like, I, and, I can't even pretend to speak to that, but... Well, I mean... You can because, like, empathy is a thing. Right. Like, Um, yeah. And I think, like, it's not that I think that if Joe Biden were to get elected that all anti-Semitic hate would stop. Right, yeah. Like, Jews have been hated. They will be hated. That's just how it goes, you know? At the end of the day, though, it's what Trump has done to validate that hate and validate those, validate the anti-Semitic comments, the anti-Semitic actions. Yeah, rhetoric. Yeah. Exactly. And it sends a message that... That it's okay. That hate okay. is okay. That hate is okay. And and it's interesting because I've thought a lot about this. And, I mean, hate stems from fear. That's all it is. It's just they don't get it. They, they don't, don't get they it. Don't, they don't know anything about Jew- Jewish people. They don't know any Jewish people. And, you know, say, okay, I'm afraid of these people. It's just fighting fear with fear. It's like you're not going to get anywhere. If we can't fight fear with fear, we can 
we can only fight it with acceptance, with love. I mean, I'm not going to say that I love these people that are like Jewish people are greedy and selfish and they want to hoard all the money and they want to control people. I'm not going to be like, I love you for that. Oh, you're like saying I don't love that stereotype. I don't love that stereotype. I don't love the people that say those things to me, but I can. But you can still agree that like those people deserve rights. I can, I can agree those people deserve rights. I can agree that I would still fight for their right to say whatever they want to me because that's, I, that's an important part of freedom of speech. Like, if you want to tell me that you hate me, okay. But the thing is that I also get a say. I get to tell you that that's not okay. Yeah, like, that's not okay and why it's not okay. And, and why it's not And okay. open their eyes to being like, hey, maybe hate's, like, not the answer. Yeah. So you're saying, like, maybe your biggest fear is just, like, a rise in anti-Semitism. A rise in anti-Semitism and a rise in just, like, hate, even from the left. Right. Like, people in my family are constantly like, I hate Trump. I hate Trump supporters. I hate what they stand for. I hate everything. And it's like, that. That's not, it's not helping. It's only contributing to this problem of Of more hate. Yeah. Of course. Of, yeah. Of more hate, too. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if you say, I hate these people, yeah, of course they're going to come back and say, I hate you, too. We're not here to shame anyone for the way that they vote. You vote however you want. That's totally yeah. your right. And, but and be I don't, open to some sort of conversation. Right. Like, and I, yeah, I don't hate anyone that has different views than me by any means. I don't hate those people. Maybe I don't agree with those people. And obviously this is not like a hot take. Like, obviously that's how it should work. So when those fears kind of creep in, what do you do to mm. maybe mitigate it or feel like... So there's a a really interesting Holocaust memorial in Berlin. And the way that it works is there's all these pillars, right? And when you're on the outside of the memorial, the pillars do not seem that high. And you enter the memorial and it's a it's downhill. It's like going down into the ground. It's kind of like a pit. Um, so like the further you go into the memorial, the further down into it you go and the bigger the pillars seem. And it's supposed to represent this idea where all of the bad things that that are maybe to come don't seem that bad until you are right there in the thick of it and then they seem overwhelming. However, at you know, you go through with the memorial and then eventually you come out and the pillars don't seem that big anymore. And while we might feel like we're in the the bottom of the pit and everything around us seems like the pillars are really big and maybe even we're not even at the bottom like if Trump were to get elected maybe those pillars get even a little bit taller maybe maybe the world seems even worse off but eventually we will go back uphill and we will and the pillars will seem small again and we can move on and it'll be just what what it was a memorial right that's just so true though like where you're it feels so big and so heavy and this is obviously so important and it's probably one of the most important elections of our lifetime. But I think the biggest thing is to realize that when it comes down to it, we will keep moving forward. We will keep progressing. We will keep yeah. fighting for the things that we believe in, even no if, matter yeah, even who's if, elected. Even if Trump is elected or what, God forbid, whatever happens, if he doesn't want to fucking leave the house. If he doesn't want to fucking exit the house. You don't live here anymore, bitch. <laughs> Have you heard that on Twitter? It was just like, just cut off his cable if he doesn't want to leave. Like, he can last a day. Yeah. Yeah, so even if he doesn't want to fucking leave, like, we'll just cut his cable off. No, there's... there's, We'll just cut the cord. 
I mean, for the past four years, I thought that people were going to just give up. I really thought once Trump was elected, people were just going to give up. But they didn't. They didn't. They kept fighting. I mean, this year is proof of that. Yeah. The past four years are proof of that. We... If, if Americans are anything, it's tenacious. Yeah, resilient. Resilient. And people who are pushing for progress aren't going to stop doing that. Yeah. People who... And people who are pushing to take away rights aren't going to stop doing that either. Yeah, it's there's always going to be something to fight for, something to keep progressing on. Yeah. And, and It's exhausting. Yeah. By far, it's the most but exhausting part about living in America, but it's also one of the things that I think makes America... Don't say makes America great. <laughs> Don't... Do not. Do not. Ooh. Um, <laughs> anyway. So. Catch you slow. That's uh, a. <laughs> I'm just fine with that's it. That's our take. Shut up. <laughs> that is our take on how to just mitigate some of the stress. How to just take a step back and realize that like, you know, if you your voted. Fears, your fears are valid, but. Right. Don't, but they don't, don't. feed them. Yeah. Don't feed them. You don't have to let them control your life. And you don't have to let the stress overwhelm you. You know, we're going to we're going to read off a few things that we think be helpful to do today or even the next few days, because Lord knows we're not going to have a result by Tuesday night tonight. So, yeah, I've, I've already found myself doom scrolling as in it's a term where people who are on Twitter a lot, they just just scroll, just keep scrolling when they feel bad. Because... But like, what if you run out of like a feed, like your feed ends? No, I that just follow dangerous. a lot of people. Oh, okay. And like, so like you can keep refreshing, keep refreshing, keep refreshing. That's what doom scrolling is, just re-refreshing. And I have caught myself doing it twice today already. Would you say that's an unhealthy approach? Because at first <laughs> no. I was like, we're going to give you guys things to do. And oh, Jackie's oh, like, doom well, scrolling. Well, the next thing was... <laughs> oh. Coping mechanism one. <laughs> Coping mechanism one, feed into your addiction to social media. <laughs> No, what I was going to say is I've caught myself doing it and I'm actually really glad that we did an episode on social media because before I, this, before this, because I know I see my patterns and since we released that episode, I have really gotten my social media down a lot. Like I was Me too. consistently at an hour on Twitter and an hour on Instagram a day. Wow. That's not bad at all. It's super good. Like I was really impressed with myself because I've never been able to get it that low before and so then three days ago I started spending more and more time on Twitter because the election is coming up and I've been noticing it and then this morning I was re-refreshing 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 and I just took a deep breath exited out of Twitter and I put my phone in a different room while I got ready and it helped immensely and I probably wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't watch the social dilemma yeah yeah I think a big thing is to just try not to do that. Like, for sure, like, get on social media. The big thing is don't do that. <laughs> don't doom scroll. Don't just, like, stay on social media and keep refreshing. Like, it's... Yeah. Social media is not going to tell you who wins the election. It's no. not going to give you any clues. It's just... It's, it's going to be just a bunch of people freaking out. Right. And it's... If you want to read that, I mean, sure. But if you're very stressed and very overwhelmed by election information... It could be good to hop off, do something to maybe take care of yourself. Like if you've done everything you've done and you've fought for everything you've wanted to fight for it, this is the day to be like, okay, whatever happens, happens. I've cast my vote and all you can literally do at that point is just wait. So while you wait, here's what you should do. 
you could play a drinking game. Yeah. Do you know of a drinking game? I know that was something you sent me. Is oh. there like an election drinking game where you like watch the results and just like take shots every well, maybe time? Maybe you shouldn't even do it election based. Okay, so just a regular just drinking, a drinking game. game. Yeah. Um, I, Anybody? At the beginning of this year, I visited my brothers who are still in college and they had like a family weekend and had a party. And so me and my parents learned a new drinking game. It's called Civil War and it's like beer pong, but <laughs> more fun feels, and chaotic. feels relevant. feels relevant, exactly. So instead of focusing on the impending Civil War, Think about the this game. You set up each... So there's three people on each team on each side. It's kind of similar to beer pong, but three people on each team. And then you each have three cups, except for the person in the middle has four cups, and you kind of line them up. Then there's going to be three balls involved, and it's like there's no turns like beer pong. You just, you just throw it. And if you catch the ball, you throw it again, and you're just trying to get the person the individual out by getting all of their cups mm-hmm. and then the last two people go until there's one winner and whoever wins the team wins okay yeah so you guys could play that i think that one's very good because like your pong gives you too much time to think <laughs> this one's chaotic. chaotic it's wild do chaotic you, things you like can't I'm think about you. anything else or relaxing things though i feel like right <laughs> either be super relaxed or super chaotic when i'm really stressed out about stuff there's only two things for me to do there's do something that's extremely like that uses everything that uses your mind your body all your limbs you know like exercise exercise <laughs> oh exercise <laughs> we're like drink or exercise <laughs> The two options. <laughs> do do something that involves every part of your body so that you don't have time to think about the things that are stressing you out. Or just be completely relaxed and get like a weighted blanket and like put like lavender up your nose and I don't know. How do people relax? <laughs> could not be us. I just um, smoke a lot of weed so I don't know if I'm yeah, good at the You could do that. You could watch a movie or well do you have an, what what have you been watching? Oh my god. I just finished The Queen's Gambit. Is that, a, is that a show? It's a show on Netflix. On it's Netflix, weird. yeah. I've seen like the previews for it, but I didn't know if it was a movie or a show. It's a series. It's only seven episodes. and it I've was, heard like amazing things about it. It was the best thing I've watched all year. I'm obsessed Really? With it. Yeah. It's about chess, so it doesn't seem like it would be that crazy. <laughs> but oh my god, I've never sweat more. Oh my gosh. I used to play chess a lot with Paige. Oh, this it's will make so you fun. Want to get back into it. It's so fun. It, no, it really is. It's really hard too. So I downloaded the chess app. Mm-hmm. And oh, can you like play against people? You can play. Against Wait, people. we should play. Oh my god, we totally should. But you have to watch this show before. Okay. Because it'll make you really get into it. Okay, and, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But, maybe this week. Do you want to know something? Is I don't know how these people find me, but you can like message people on on the chess app. So I had just joined, and that same day that I joined someone sent me a message that said hi you look beautiful can we be friends on here how did they even how did they find me i have a profile picture and they and i went to this person's profile and they're only he he's only playing hot girls (laughs) well that must feel amazing (laughs) he only picks the hot ones and he picked me (laughs) (laughs) it's just just like but how did he find you that doesn't make any sense how do you troll chess for hot girls. For hot girls. Guys, yeah. we're just a chess podcast now. <laughs> That's all this is. Oh, okay, so we'll watch we'll watch the Queen's Gambit. 
I was not able to think about anything else for weeks. For really? Like, for the entire okay, time. I need to watch it. The and Queen's in- Gambit, I don't know if anyone has watched it, who's listening to this, but it made me realize that the people that you have sex with can root for you. You'll figure out what that means when you Is watch that it. something that hasn't happened for you in the past? <laughs> No, I feel like they're. Jackie's like every one of my sexual partners is really up against me now. <laughs> just, they're my enemies. Really? I can't no, say the same. That's like my biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Please do not cut that out. He's <laughs> not even listening to this. It's fine. A hundred percent, he listens to this. No, he doesn't. <laughs> If you listen to this, reach out to me also. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> also, my bad. Um, my bad. I really didn't think that you listened to this. I honestly do not think any of my exes listen to my podcast. I know for a fact that Pat listens to this. Oh, did he say something? Yeah. He said, listen to every episode. Love it. Oh, Keep he up did? the good work. Yeah. I texted him this hilarious TikTok I have to show it to you. I saw it and immediately I was like, this is Pat. It's like a guy who, it was during quarantine and it's a guy who has like a similar um, energy mm-hmm. as Pat, and he goes to a Bank of America parking lot, and all of his friends are there in cars, like in a circle, and he's like, all my friends are here, and they're gonna honk the happy birthday song to me, and then they all just like start honking like chaotically, <laughs> and it's like going around from like each of the people in the car, and the guy in the middle who reminded me of Pat was just like, looking at all the people like a thumbs up (laughs) and I was like this literally just has like huge pat vibes so I sent it to him and I was like right when I saw this immediately I thought of you and I hope this is still your number because I don't know the last time I texted him and he was like oh my gosh that's so funny whatever thanks for thinking of me and also he's like I love the podcast been listening to every episode oh my god so he's definitely rooting for you I didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) he's out here just being the most supportive yeah so the Queen's Gambit is right in some situations. In some is he going to help me achieve my chess goals? Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Shit's Creek yet? Uh, I've only seen like the first season. Okay, I think you should try to watch the whole thing this week. Every season's only 12 episodes or something. The whole thing this week? It's only seven seasons. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Like, I don't watch a ton of TV. <laughs> no. You should watch it, though. It's so good. What? So what are you doing, then? What am I going to do tomorrow? I have, like, a whole to-do list. I had so much stuff to do today, and I got it all done. I was really proud. Um, I made a huge to-do list, and I checked everything off. Oh, this yeah. recording, this is the last thing I needed to do, really. So I'll probably do more of that tomorrow. Um, I need to, like, do some homework for my health coach sessions with Chelsea Curtis. Shout out to her. We love her. Um, she gave me a little bit of homework to do in between meetings, so I'm going to do that and focus on taking care of myself. Um, I've been doing Pilates lately, so I'll probably do that. I've been cooking vegan food. I feel like I have things I need to watch. I always have podcasts I need to catch up on. And last but not least, if you want to get your mind off of everything that's going on, you can catch up on our podcast if you haven't listened to all of it yet. Mm-hmm. Which I know not all of you have. Okay. Yeah, speaking of that, do you want to read reviews? 
yeah so last but not least we just want to read a couple of reviews well as we all know jackie left a review on our podcast <laughs> because she loves it that much and um it's called seed money so that's why we did that um Seed money is, like, you have, like, a tip jar, and you, like, put money in it before anyone comes. But then if they see money in it, they're like, oh, I'm supposed to leave a tip. Yeah, so we had a review. We've had a few reviews. All five stars except for one. One of them is four stars. The title is Funny Girls. Author, Mr. Chun with three N's. Not sure if it was the humor or just hearing these girls laugh, but I laughed too, he says. So we had a good laugh about this one. We are like, that's funny. Who's this Mr. Chum person? Like, whatever. Only left us four stars, but it's fine. We had a couple other ones, just, like, really nice. Um, like, I stumbled upon this podcast. It's so funny, or whatever. Which we're so thankful for. Love you all. <laughs> but we were like, who is this Mr. Chum person only giving us four stars? So we were making all these jokes about it. Like, who's this person leaving us four stars? Whatever. So I go to dinner with my dad last week. And he was asking about the podcast and how it was going. And I was like, it's good. We actually, like, have a few reviews, which is nice. And I'm, like, we've gotten, like, a lot of downloads. And he was like, oh, yeah, I left a review. And I was like, you did? I didn't see it. And I was like, did you leave it under, like, your name? And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay. So I start reading the reviews to him because I was like, I don't see it on here. And I said, did you leave this review called Funny Girls with four stars? And he said, yeah, that was me. And I was like, first of all, why did you put... Because it, it prompts you. When you go to leave a review, it says, like, what do you want your name to be if you've never left a review before? So it'll be like, leave, like, write in a nickname that'll show up, like, with your review. So he must have done that sometime in the past. And he was like, I told him what it was, Mr. Chun. And he was like, the only reason I could think I would do that is because... I had a math teacher in middle school or something who had that name and it was like a there was some some long-winded story about how him and his friend had a joke about it because some kid in class raised his hand to say like Mr. Chun I need to go to the bathroom because I'm sick but like when he was saying Mr. Chun he like started throwing up anyway long story short that is where he came up with the name. The That wasn't even the problem with me. The problem... <laughs> that wasn't the name. That wasn't the issue. The name, whatever. Four stars. <laughs> my own father. From my own father. I know he's listening to this. And shout out to him for hopefully changing his review to five stars. Because this episode <laughs> said, was fire. Just kidding. He's say that he'll give you a five-star review when you burned it? <laughs> yeah. He was like... That's what I thought. It, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was a four-star podcast. You guys can definitely get better. And I was like, well, yeah, that was the first episode. Of course, we can get better. Like, of course, it's not gonna be that forever. <laughs> it's not gonna be, be five-star podcast, yeah. But just it's just tell us a lot. It's for sure on the way. Just, but I'm like, you could give it five stars to just like help get it off the ground. And he was like, well, that just wouldn't be honest. And I was like, God, all right. You gotta respect the man for being honest. I know he's being honest. That's true. But let's just hope that that changes one day. <laughs> one day he'll review us five stars. Probably not today because we have differing political views. So he probably won't like this episode. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Um, anyway, so what, were there any other ones you wanted to read? Oh, no. I was, well, I was just, um, we were going to do superstitions, but um, we didn't really get enough. Like a lot of people was like just knock on wood and stuff. Yeah, um, they were all really similar. Yeah, so my brother said something really funny. 
he just replied to it wearing socks to bed and i'm like what are you afraid is gonna happen like, might never like what's find them. <laughs> <laughs> they might be lost forever <laughs> that feels like just more of like a fear not yeah. like a superstition it's like don't wear your socks to bed or you'll never find them again it's like <laughs> don't like knock on wood if you say something so it doesn't happen he's like i never wear my socks to bed and you're like why and he's like I'm just so scared of losing them. <laughs> it's like, it, well, you think bad things are going to happen? Yes. I might never have that pair of socks again. <laughs> I may never find it. Oh, boy. That's it for today. Um, we hope that you take some of our advice and keep yourself busy today. Obviously, it's so stressful. Um, if you're listening to this later in the week, hopefully you've done some coping mechanisms for how horrible this year has been in this election but um we're here to help so anyway we're gonna wrap it up but thanks so much for listening you can find us on instagram at so good so far podcast uh you can find me at jackie's attic and you can find me at nicole pilgreen and we'll be back next week coming at you with an episode about Sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene, how to get better sleep. Yeah, I could really use this one. Yeah, this one's for Jackie. Yeah. She needs it, and we're going to... I don't sleep so well. Yeah, we're all going to come together and help Jackie get better sleep. I sleep like a baby in the actual sense where... I don't. I don't sleep and just cry all night. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to fix that next week, so be sure to tune in, and have a great rest of your week. It's been... So good, so far. Bye. Bye. Sometimes I'll just like crack open a white claw and then I just get a headache. I'm like, what was the point of that? So I got these like seltzer waters. It's so bad because now when I drink seltzer water, I feel like I should be feeling tipsy because anything that I drink that's bubbly... I don't drink seltzer water, so anything I drink that's bubbly is a White Claw. Or, like, alcohol. Some sort of seltzer. And that's, that's like, a lot of what I drink because I can't drink beer and stuff. So, whenever I drink a regular seltzer, I'm like, am I... Do I feel tipsy right now? Like, wait, wait, wait. You just, like, associate it? This LaCroix got me fucked. (laughs) I got (laughs) fucked up right now. All right, let's do it.